gets respect, future gets pursued. Lagger. Same guy who, if you listen to season one, had no love for Kirk. Maybe a little at the end. Most of the way through season two felt the same way, but now is holding out until he gets a long-term deal. He's also not happy about the McClellan firing. Is anybody? I don't know. Of course... Kenny has become a Baltimore on and has apparently hung up the mic, so I guess it's just me tonight. So I'm going to give you my thoughts on Kirk Cousins and the long-term deal possibility, uh, the McLowan deal, uh, my thoughts on our free agency and draft, and a little bit of everything here. So we'll start with the Kirk Cousins deal. It's the biggest story of the offseason, far none around the NFL. Is Kirk going to sign a long-term deal? Right now, it's looking bleak. We have until July to sign a long-term deal, and it doesn't look like it's going to get done. It doesn't look like Kirk is going to be with the Redskins past this season. The question is, should we have moved him this offseason? or let him play out the year and see what happens? Well, to me, the obvious answer is you can't let the only franchise quarterback that we've had go just basically for nothing. Um, We don't have a backup plan in place at the moment unless you want to call Colt McCoy your guy, which I don't think anybody does. He's been a career backup. And apparently the Redskins and Kirk and his agent aren't on the same page at the moment. So he's going to play out the year on his second franchise tag. Um, It is what it is. I think he'll have a good year this year. Um, There's some positives once again in the short term. He's, he's playing for a, another deal, whether it be with the Redskins or another team. So I think we'll see the best of Kirk. Um, I think the best thing to do would be to throw the money at him that he wants to a reasonable extent. Um, you know, maybe front-load it a little bit, give him what he wants guaranteed. It's kind of... It's kind of one of those things that, as a fan, you don't understand the the way the numbers go. Um, you know, 
it's easy to say, hey, give him what he wants, but, I mean, you're kind of affecting the whole team when you give one player a big deal. And I, I think Kirk understands that, and his agent does in a sense, but in another sense, I think that the guaranteed money is the, the big thing. So is there a way we can work out a, a contract as to where they get what they want and we get what we want or need? Um, it's not looking good. At the moment, I'm still holding out a, a small glimmer of hope that it can get done, but it is what it is. Um, if he's not back after this year, I really don't know what we're going to do. We don't really, we didn't draft a quarterback this year. Um, do you make a trade? What do you do? It's one of those things that we'll just have to kind of wait and see. I say give him the money. Sign him to a long-term deal. He's the best thing that we've had in a long time. And I don't want to see him go. But it's looking that way. So beyond that, um, which kind of ties in with the front office, uh, Scott McClellan, he's gone. Is that Bruce Allen's doing? I think so. Uh, they tried to put it on the drinking, which is an easy out to me. I mean, it, he's got a history of alcoholism, but how easy is it to put the blame on a guy whenever you don't want to look bad to the public and just say, oh, well, he was back to drinking again. That's what the Redskins did. I see right through their BS. I don't think he was drinking. A lot of the players have come out and said that they never saw that as an issue. It's just one of those things that I guess we'll never find out the truth. Um, I don't like that he's gone. I feel like since he's been there, we've had some outstanding drafts. And again, this year, his impact was felt on our draft board. Uh, next year, I'm not going to have as much faith going into the draft as I have the past three years. But he's gone. Uh, nothing we can really do about it. He's apparently auctioning off his whole Redskins wardrobe on eBay and giving it back to the charity, uh, playing the good guy role. So maybe he'll get hired elsewhere. I wish him the best of luck. And Bruce Allen, I just don't trust you anymore. Uh, I thought I liked you, but now I don't. Moving on. This free agency, we have had some big players for the past few years go out the door. And you know who we're talking about. Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, Chris Baker. Those are three huge names right there. Three huge contracts, too. Uh, that opens up some money. That's, that's one of the positives. And Deshaun Jackson... As much as I love the guy, as much as a playmaker as he is, as much as he opens up the field, he's on the wrong side of 30. Um, I wish him I wish him some luck in Tampa. Uh, they're in the NFC, and we're on the verge of stealing our wild card spot a couple times this year, so I uh, don't wish him too much luck. Same with Baker. He's, he's down there in Tampa as well. Um, I loved Baker. He was a Redskins guy. He wanted to be back. We just... Didn't make the move to re-sign him, but I think Deshaun Jackson, out of the three 
big names leaving hurt the most. Um, Garcon was, you know, one of those guys that obviously made an impact week in and week out. We're definitely going to miss him, but for the money we were paying the guy, I'm not sure. Or actually, I should say the money that San Francisco is paying the guy. I'm not sure he was worth keeping around for that much money. Um, Considering that we brought in Terrell Pryor on a one-year deal, um, I think he's a very good replacement to Garcon. Uh, Younger, uh, he's hungry. If you you follow him on Twitter, you'll see his uh, work ethic. I mean, he he posts videos day in and day out on the grind. I'm, I'm already loving that pickup, so I hope he has a big year and then we can work out a deal with him. Um, anyhow, we signed a couple defensive linemen, uh, Stacy McGee and uh, Terrell McLean. I don't feel like either of those guys are going to make a huge impact, um, at least not as big as what we paid them to come in. But uh, at least it's something different on the defensive front because obviously what we had wasn't working. I'm hoping one or both of the guys at least surprise me. Um, I have a better feeling about McGee than McLean, but we will see. Um, Is there a chance that Phil Taylor revives his career this year in Washington? He was a a big-time nose tackle for the Browns. Um, I know that's not saying much whenever you mention the Browns, but he was pretty good. He was pretty good back then, so we'll see if he can step it up. But the big add to the defensive line would be one of our draft picks. And before I discuss the draft picks, I'm going to throw a few ads in here for you. Got to keep those pockets straight. Want some wrestling excitement? Uh, we'll snap into an episode of the Blue Bar Cage, yeah. Retro pay-per-view breakdowns, body slam in action, and all sorts of other shenanigans. So get on your Google machine and head on over to BlueBarCage.com. Yeah, find us in iTunes or on your favorite podcasting app. Dig it! What's up, y'all? It's everyone's favorite bacon, and I gotta tell you about a sizzling new site called Bpop, best player on planet. From the creators of Home Team Scouts, Bpop is a site with legit player and team merchandise for all NFL fans. They're adding new stuff for each team all the time. And best of all, if you use promo code HTTR16, you will get 15% off your entire order, and you can't beat that. Find them on Twitter at Best Player Today and head on over to bestplayeronplanet.com to find you some fresh new NFL gear right now. We're back. I'm back. Eddie's still checked out. You can't see Eddie. Uh, basically, we had a solid draft to me. Um, I give our draft an A this year. Uh, a, A minus, um, based on a couple factors. Our round one pick, Jonathan Allen, that's an outstanding pick at 17. That's a guy that, going into the draft, you would think we would have had to move up to get. Um, He was projected top five in a lot of mocks, 
and he fell to us at 17. We didn't have to move. Outstanding pick. It's an automatic improvement on our defensive line. Um, out of Alabama, you got to love the SEC defenders. They have the most NFL-like experience to me. Um, round two, we look, we're looking at the linebackers core and selected Ryan Anderson from Alabama. Um, I feel like that was another good pick. Um, Alabama SEC defender once again. And he, I think, will... He's a motor guy, and I feel like he'll really push Preston Smith to, to be better than he already is. And, of course, another motor guy, Trent Murphy, kind of stepped it up this year. So, I like that pick. I, I can't complain. There was a couple people sitting there on the board that I might have selected over him, but um, it is what it is. I, I like him. Uh, round three, we drafted Fabian Moreau, cornerback from UCLA. Um, by all accounts, this guy would have been a first round, maybe early second round pick, uh, if not for his injury. He tore a peck on his pro day, and um, they say that he'll be ready in the fall for camp. Um, could be a starter day one if he was healthy from, from what I'm reading. So he's, to me, kind of like a Kendall Fuller pick from last year who kind of stepped it up towards the end of the year. Um, I feel like we're going to see the same kind of role for this guy and maybe an eventual starter. Uh, it's possibly the catalyst to get Breland out of town. Uh, probably my favorite. Favorite pick besides our first-round pick that fell into our laps. Uh, it's easy to like the first-round pick. But um, first pick in round four, we got Samaj Piran, the running back from Oklahoma. This guy, he is an absolute truck. He runs over people with no regard. He's a fullback in a running back's body. And I'm very excited to see what he can do. And I would not be surprised if he pushes Fat Rob out of the starting position mid by midway through the season. And Matt Jones probably will be gone by the end of the year. Um, other than that, in round four, we took Monte Nicholson, the safety from Michigan State, which is to most people, our most questionable pick. To me, when I saw the pick, I thought the same thing. Um, it was kind of confusing. Hadn't seen his name floated until maybe sixth or seventh rounds in the mocks. Um, I mean, but he has the build of a safety that could make an impact in the league. It's just, is he coachable? Is he going to be one of those guys that gets in the league, and he was a lot better than he was in college because his size holds up, and he learns a lot. We will see. Um, round four is a little bit of a reach for this guy, but I think he could eventually be an impact player in the league if done the right way. Uh, round five, we took Jeremy Sprinkle, tight end from Arkansas. Um, this is kind of our low-key pick of the draft that we made. Um, 
nobody saw tight end as a need for the skins, but I actually feel like, from what I've seen on tape, this guy can block, this guy can catch, and he is tall. Um, he can be a red zone threat. And I actually think it's a very solid pick, considering where we got him. Um, watch some of his film. This guy can play. In round six, um, we're getting you know into the, the depths of the draft here, uh, but Chase Rollier, uh, center from Wyoming, Looks to be a pretty good uh, backup to, to start his career. Um, possible starter eventually, but for now, I hear he is going to back up the centers and the guards. Um, I heard that we trade. This is the only move that we made during the draft. Uh, we traded up two spots for this guy ahead of the Titans, who, by all accounts, looked like they were going to pick him. Because as soon as we picked him, they traded out of their spot. Um, so that's kind of a good sign. We'll see We'll see what happens to this guy. He's the only offensive lineman we drafted. So uh, apparently we feel pretty good with where we're at. Um, speaking of, that was a kind of a big story I missed there in the beginning. We extended Morgan Moses to a huge, huge deal. Um, he's the second highest paid right tackle in the league now. And to me, I think that's smart. Uh, we have our bookend tackles for years to come, him and Trent Williams, and I'm happy with it. So uh, round six, I think, is uh, our second pick is probably a diamond in the rough pick with Robert Davis, the wide receiver from Georgia State. If you watch this guy, uh, go on YouTube, look him up. He actually, for a small school guy, looked to be one of those guys that should have been playing in a bigger conference. Um, you know, you, you see these standouts, kind of like Garcon whenever he was playing in D3 from Mount Union. Um, he just, he stood out in every game. And I think this pick here uh, could end up being our steal of the draft. Uh, we will see. I think he'll he'll have a role early on, um, especially if Dotson ends up being not as healthy as everybody is making him out to be in camp. Which I hope everybody's telling the truth because he was he's going to be our number one receiver with Pryor in the two and Crowder in the three if if he is. But we will see. Um, Round seven, we took a pair of defensive backs, uh, Josh Harvey Clemens, safety from Louisville, and Joshua Hulsey, the cornerback from Alabama, or, uh, Auburn. Um, both of these picks were kind of, you know, it's a round seven pick, so I think they were good gambles at this point. Um, the guy from Louisville, uh, Harvey Clemens, was a five-star prospect going into Georgia, had a couple of uh, issues, got kicked off the team, Ended up going to Louisville, um, making the all-ACC team. And I think he could be a pretty good player if he can keep his head on straight. That's why that's why he's a gamble. That's why he was around seven pick. Um, he's, he's built like he could be a great player in this league. And if he can keep his head on straight and he's coached well, I'm pretty excited about this guy, as well as Holsey, who's had an injury history. Um, that's, that's the reason he dropped around seven. So, 
uh, two good picks for uh, some secondary competition. I would say they're in the seventh round. Um, well, basically, I've ran down our draft and offseason. Um, as far as looking at the schedule, I am going to be going to the Redskins-Eagles opening game. That should be a good one. Um, I'm predicting we sweep the Eagles again this year. We, we've kind of got their number, Wentz's number. Um, it's it's a tough schedule. Um, I mean, we one of our easier games, we got to play at the L.A. Rams. So, of course, an easy game isn't going to be easy because we're going on the road. And uh, I believe that's their first home game. So that should be a, a tough one, but I think we can get the win. Uh, week three, the Raiders are coming to Washington. Um, at this point, the Raiders are look to be, with Derek Carr healthy, a solid playoff team. Uh, kind of scared of that game. It could honestly go either way. Um, week four, we go to Arrowhead Stadium and play the Chiefs. That'll be a very tough game. Um, playing at Arrowhead is is not fun for anybody, and uh, their defense is tough. Week five, we got the bye. Week six, San Francisco comes to town. I think they had a very good draft, but still have a long way to go. We should be able to take care of business, which that game's going to be interesting with Kyle Shanahan coming back into town and uh, all the rumors surrounding the Cousins to 49ers deal. Week 7, uh, we play Philadelphia again. That's time in their place. Uh, week 8, uh, we will be playing the Cowgirls in Washington. Week 9, we're going to Seattle. Week 10, the Vikings are coming to town. Week 7, we go and play in the Superdome in New Orleans. Week 12, the Giants are coming to Washington. Week 13, the Skins will play the girls again. Uh, I believe that is a Thursday night football game. And then we go to the L.A. Chargers. Every time I see L.A.C. anymore, I want to think about the Clippers. Um, week 15, the Cardinals are coming to Washington. Week 16, the Broncos are coming to Washington. And then we end up the season at the New York Giants. Once again, a season finale with the Giants. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, my prediction this year is another 9-7 and seven year where things are going to have to fall into place for us to make the playoffs. And... My final wish is that we do make the playoffs. Kirk Cousins re-signs. Don't know that it's going to happen, but we will see. Guys, thanks for joining me. Um, hopefully next time we can get Eddie back. And um, take it easy. Hell to the Redskins. To contact Hog and the Mic, search for us and find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at HogginTheMic or send us an email at HogginTheMic at gmail.com. <laughs>